Hello, hi, how are you? And welcome to another great episode here on 4.9 Life. Um, I almost didn't have a podcast for this week, this Sunday, because uh, I'm tired. <laughs> Listen, I have a good episode. Um, I was actually just talking about it with my husband. And I think for the most part, um, I loved having Chrissy on my podcast last week. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I want to have her back. I had a lot of great feedback. Chrissy, people love you. They're obsessed. And they were like, wow, she sounds like she's been doing this for years. So I think I want to do another podcast with you, Chrissy. So if you are up for it, let's do it. Um, a lot of positivity, you know, people just saying, um, whether it was on Instagram or the stories that she has such a positivity and they're kind of jealous. So they like the hashtag be like Chrissy. Um, so what I started thinking about for this week is it's actually something I've been thinking for a while. And um, basically what it was is I was like, I'm home now all the time. The only time I ventured out during since the 16th, which was like that first initial lockdown day here in Jersey, was to go um, – where did I go? I think I just picked up groceries, and that was pretty much it. Like I haven't been out and about. And being home all the time, usually I'm home just on the weekends because I'm a teacher, right? And then I have my summers off. So for two months out of the year, I get to be a stay-at-home mom. But now I'm kind of like officially a stay-at-home mom. I'm still teaching. And I wanted to hear from my <clears> – <throat> excuse me. Allergies are for real. I wanted to hear from my husband too. Like things I learned being home all day. Like there are certain things that when – the weekend's different. Like the weekend you're winding down, you're relaxing. But when you're home all day, every day, you start to notice some things. And I'm not talking about like, oh my God, I really need to clean the baseboards because they're disgusting and dusty. Like that's for me, that's a, like an everyday OCD. Like I'm like attacking all edges like that. I'm talking about things that you don't realize. So I I, I listed some of mine and I also wanted to get a perspective uh, from my dog, you know, and I wanted to get a perspective from my husband. So, I mean, as we all know, my dog's perspective, listen, I love her. She's a cuddle bug. She follows me everywhere around. And I noticed that the weird thing is, um, I almost like, I feel like my dog is one of those, like, she's not a dog that, uh, is like, um, oh my God, I'm having a moment here. Oh, um, for like the dogs that train for those who are, I can't think like a, not a protector dog, but they go with the person everywhere. Uh, those who have seizures, those who have medical conditions. She's not like that, but, um, she knows when I'm like uber stressed and maybe like my anxiety is peaking. She comes and like snuggles next to me and wherever I go, my dog goes. So as much as I want to say that my dog's like, Oh, humans go away. I'm, I mean, I know she likes her quiet time. I know she likes napping, but I've noticed she's cuddling my son more. Like he tortures her in a way where he's like loud, obnoxious, and like just running around. And she's like, I'm like eight years old, leave me alone. But she's cuddling him more now. And she's oh, like, she's literally right by my side, literally. And it's been soothing and calming for me. So that's my dog perspective. For me, I think I'm going to take a little more sarcastic approach on this. Um, okay. So I can officially say I know I'm late in the game. Okay, I know I'm late in the game, but I now know the entire entire um, Shark Baby song, like Baby Shark Doo Doo. Like I know it, I know it. Why? 
So my husband, my husband, my husband's two. (laughs) My son is two. And he just got into that. You know, like obviously when it came about, I I don't know. There was an infant. He wasn't born. I don't know. Whenever it came out, it wasn't like vibing with him. And it's on his Amazon Fire. And there's this one app that you can listen to the song, but then they do different, like they do hand puppets, they do the original cartoons, they do the two kids, and it plays over and over and over again for about five minutes. And I found myself yesterday, um, you know, my like my head kept twitching a little bit and I hear it in my sleep. Um, I, if I have like a bad dream, it's not like horror music or Jaws music in the background. It's that song playing. So I officially know that entire entire Shark Baby song. I even catch myself humming it. So yeah, it probably should be my theme song for today. Just kidding. I'm not going to do that to anybody. Um, the other thing I noticed uh, while being home all day, I am clearly, clearly starving myself because I'm hungry every 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> I feel like now this has always been with me and I, I don't know if this is anybody else. And I know someone's like, well, Dina, if you know the science behind eating, you want this after that. Okay. Listen, listen, Karen. Okay. I have an obsession with chocolate peanut butter, the Easter eggs that come out every Easter. And obviously when they don't have them, Reese's Pieces, uh, buttercups, I freeze them because I like them cold. I don't enjoy a Reese's peanut butter cup at room temperature. It's just not my thing. Um, so usually after I eat something, I have to have one. It's pretty bad. It's probably not good for me. Probably, you know, probably not good. Hence cavities. Um, but for some reason, like I'll eat, say, a bowl of cereal. And like I'm eating like uh, frosted mini wheats, so it's like fiber. So it's not like it's like an empty like feeling afterwards. And then like <laughs> half hour later, I'm like, mm, what am I going to have? And like – and I know it's because I'm home and I have easy like access to the cabinets and the pantry and all that stuff. But clearly I'm starving myself because I'm hungry very often, clearly. Um. I got to be honest with this one. <laughs> I miss using other people's toilet paper. <laughs> like, you know, when you're at work, you don't think about like you're using someone else's supplies. Um, I would feel so guilty. Like if I went to a friend's house right now, like I would probably bring my own. <laughs> I think for a while until we stabilize, like even after like we go through these phases and they left it, let us out. I feel like, you know, people are going to be like, um, yeah, we're going to have a bar- barbecue in the backyard, but um, bring your own toilet paper, you know. B-Y-O-T, P, B-Y-O-T-P, you know, instead of like a bring your own wine or whatever, it's a, it's a bring your own toilet paper. And I know like restaurants are going to be maybe giving it out as, you know, instead of um like in YouTube, like, oh, can I have this to go? Sure, sure. So you'll get your to go bag and then they're going to give you like their giant cheese wheel of toilet paper because no one has been in the restaurants and I'm sure they have like stockpile of toilet paper. <laughs> Instead of like graduation diplomas this year, they're going to give out like it's going to be like printed on like those cheese wheels of toilet paper because there's so much stockpile. (laughs) And then, you know, maybe that's good. Maybe we don't need to spend so much money on next year's uh, school supplies um, in a sense of toilet paper because we have it all for these last, what, like a month? It'll be two months stockpiled up. And then the other side, you know, like with Earth Day and all that stuff, I care more about trees more than ever. You know, like I'm thinking about, 
being more conscious of how much toilet paper I use at home. Because normally you just, you know, you go to the bathroom, you just pull on that wheel and, you know, whatever happens, happens, right? And now you have like moms with like cups up to the bathroom door. Uh, that was that was eight squares. That would, You just, you pulled on that. You need to roll it back and four is good. Four, you don't need any more than four. So um, yeah, I miss using other people's toilet paper. It was, it was genuinely something that I took for granted in life. And I'm sorry I did. So um, if you guys, you guys know, my husband is, uh, he went to culinary school. He works in a restaurant now, um, front of the house. So he, you know, obviously he loves to cook. That's, that's, that's his jam. Um, But he loves to cook so much that I feel like every day I'm walking into a restaurant and he's like, okay, um, what would you like? What would you like? And for the most part, you know, listen, I'm not saying it's not a good thing. I'm not saying it's not a good thing. But sometimes I just want cereal (laughs) or just want like toast and butter, like comfort food. And, you know, I feel he's like, okay, so here's the menu. And I'm like, oh, you you don't serve cereal. (laughs) And most people are like, oh, my God. She's like complaining that her husband wants to cook for her. Okay, listen, Becky. Okay, and Karens of the world. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying there are times when you look in your pantry and you're like, I want cereal. I want cereal. That's it. So calm down. Um, other things, you know, showering is optional. So is deodorant. But I, I you know, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't shower. That's definitely like I shower once a day. But, uh, you know, it's not like when I get up in the morning before I go to work and shower. It's, it's whenever it happens. If it happens at 5 in the afternoon, it happens at 5 in the afternoon. Um, You know, and in my son's case, uh, he loves the shower. So he wants to shower all day, every day. So another thing that I'm noticing being home all day, you know, my water bill is crying. Clearly crying. Um, And finally for me, my OCD is real. Uh, everything has a place right? So now that I'm home, I'm noticing like, oh, well, it's not at its 93 degree angle. 91 is not going to work for me. No, the label needs to be showcasing that it is a blue, you know, uh, blue, not cranberry, like a a blue apple cranberry pie candle. And it's, if it's not showing, how do you know it's a blue cranberry apple candle? You're not going to know. You're not going to know if you just smell it. You need to turn that label out. So, yeah. <laughs> um, the struggle is real. All right. So that is, those are things for me that I learned being home all day. Um, after this break, I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you some things that my husband has been realizing. Be right back, guys. All right, so I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I, you know, I was always wondering, are people like, where's our guest? Tell her, stop talking. Stop talking. You're boring. That's cool, though. I'm still here. <laughs> all right, so this podcast episode is things I learned being home all day. And I went over um, in the first half. <clears throat> clearly struggling here. I, I, you know, I went over things about me. <laughs> and you know, I always, I told my husband, I'm like, when we were creating the list, I was like, you need to like, they need to be sarcastic and funny. And he just looked at me and I'm like, all right. Even even while working on my podcast lists, I'm controlling. 
Sorry, babe. All right. So one of the things my husband said, and this is like, it's heartwarming. It's cute. So did I say heartwarming? <laughs> heartwarming. Um, being in the restaurant world, those of you who are, thank you for those of you who are still, you know, working and doing everything you can, getting that curbside pickup. Shout out to H2 Ocean. Yes. Their meatballs are fabulous. And you're probably like, wait. All right, little sidetrack. Uh, a seafood restaurant has meatballs. Yeah. So the owner's mother makes these meatballs. It reminds me of my grandmother's meatballs. God rest her soul. They're so dang good. And like, so is all the other food. So um, if you are in like, it's uh, Cedar, I always say this wrong, Cedar Knolls. No. Cedar Grove. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the worst. He's going to kill me. You don't understand. Like, <laughs> Everything sounds so familiar. He's definitely shaking his head. Like I know he is. And he's like, get it together. Like how long have I worked here? I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Cedar Knowles. I was right. Dang. Um, so H2 Ocean Restaurant. It's uh, 41 Ridgedale Ave in Cedar Knowles. And um, they have really great food. So they're still doing curbside pickup, right? So he is – they were open for all week long and now they have only stayed open for like their busier days and also because certain days were really slower. So it didn't make sense to stay open. Um, and ever since they changed their hours, they're just getting this huge influx of people coming and he's been super, super busy. Now, normally he works – um, they are closed on Sundays and he would have one day off. So out of the seven days, he would work five days a week. Right. But you know, when you work in the restaurant world, it's not a nine to five. It's not like an eight hour day. It could be 12, 13, 14, depending upon what, where you, what your job is long hours. So he really never got to spend a lot of time home with me and my son. So one thing that he said that he learned being home all day is, <clears throat> sorry, I'm going to take a sip of water because this is just silly. Like silly. <clears throat> it's really bad. <clears throat> I have like really bad season, season, season oh, I can't talk, seasonal allergies. So I wake up and of course my eyes are red and I'm like, oh my God. And like, you know, your throat is scratching. You're like, oh my God. It's like you're self-diagnosing yourself. But um, we're good. We're good over here, okay? You just put your drops in. Zatador, love that stuff. Um, I gargle every morning, every night with salt water. I take my bee pollen. I have my <clears> – this is bad – my latte in the morning and then my tea mid-afternoon and I'm good. All right. So back to my husband because clearly everything has to be about me. Um, he's like, I can't tell you how much I love being home with the baby. I, I always say baby. <clears throat> Because I don't always say, I don't share my son's name on my social platforms. If you watch me on Facebook Live or in my blog, you know I call him Baby J. Because I don't share his name just for, I don't know. Listen, I share his picture and I know that's like sharing a lot. But for purposes of sanity, I just don't share his name. And um, that was like super touching because it's true. It's like if you work long hours and you don't get time to spend with your kids, this time is – you start to realize not that you you know not that you're missing yeah you're missing out but not in a mean way but it's like wow like this is wonderful like this is great so he melted my heart with that one so major points for that one babe um this was funny 
So again, he's a toddler. My son is taking over the household and that's fine. My husband said he's noticing all the cracks and like the dents in the walls and the moldings and it's really starting to become bothersome. So anyone who knows if you have kids, if you have like we have that uh, little red car with the yellow top and, you know, the kids like use their feet like Flintstone style it up to get around the house. He has like Hesh trucks. He has all these toys and they're just ramming into the wall and the molding. And normally if you're not home, it's not like you're looking at these things, but he's starting to see every little thing. And here's that, like, I totally get it because it's, 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 it's on my mind too. And I'm just like, but there's no use fixing it now. Like if we are going to fix it now, we're going to have to fix it again in like two weeks. But he's like, oh, I see it. And you can't like, okay, what are we going to put like noodles around every molding in the house? That's, that's a lot. That's, (laughs) that's a lot. So for the most part, um, you know, hashtag toddler life, it too shall pass. And I don't know. Because we have hardwood floors too. So it's not like the carpet slows down that like full-fledged Hesh truck coming in for impact. It just hits the wall and it happens. It happens. And it's not like we let our kid like run loose of the house. I mean, I'm going to let him, you know, I'm one of those, I uh, remember I said like when we did that, what kind of parent are you? Like I'm a free bird kind of parent. Like let him do him. I correct him when he needs to be corrected and this too shall pass. Um... What else did he say? Uh, he finally enjoys home. Now, in a sense of he, when he was working full-time, he he never got to really sit home and relax, right? So he had two days off out of the week, but the one only one day he was home was when I was home on a Sunday. So that was like our family day. But for the most part, you guys know, there's always something to do whenever you're off. And Sundays, there's barbecues, there's birthdays, there's this, there's that, you know, something's always going on. And he then would have uh, Monday off, but then I would go to work. So he was – not that he couldn't do anything, but he was home with our son. So he's, you know, he said he's finally home enjoying more time, but all he wants to do is get out. Because <laughs> normally when he's home, he just wants to stay home and relax. But now that he's home so much, he just wants to get out and do things. And I understand. You know, I said to him, I'm like, look, I'm like, I totally get it. This is going to like amp us up. We'll be able to do more things. But um, yeah, he's starting to feel like, oh my God, I'm home all the time. Um, the a positive thing for him is he's saying like he's getting more creative uh, flow, um, more creative juices with like food and cooking. So I was like, dude, write a cookbook. Like legit. Make up a cookbook. You can self-publish. You can do this stuff. He has some really creative um, inventions he comes out with, and I love all the things he makes. And I love that he includes me on his voyage, even though I have no culinary, uh, like no schooling whatsoever. The only like, see for me, there's a culinary uh, school. If you come from like an Italian background, you know your culinary school was like your great aunts or your grandmother. Those were your teachers or your professors, if you will. And um, if you didn't pay attention or learn for them, well, then you missed the boat clearly. But um, yeah, so uh, I don't know, like sit down, really think about the things that you're learning from being home. Um, I do know that one of the things that makes me nervous, and it was a big conversation after this past week's 
President Trump, when he came on, he was talking about the phases. Um, and people are like, yeah, we're going to get back to reality. And, you know, people are like, I can't wait to get my nails done and my hair. Listen, there's nothing wrong about having excitement over those things. And I know some people were like really hit over the head, like, really, is that all you care about? And I think we all have to like, like pump the brakes and remember that everyone has different lives and different things that they hold dear. Cause like for me, it's like, I'm excited to get my son out and about more and like go to his, um, his gym classes, where someone who doesn't have kids, they might say like, you know, that's my self-care. That's my therapy, like getting my nails done, getting my hair done. So we can't, we can't judge all the time. The only thing that I really was focusing on was um, the concern about rushing out so soon. I always say, and I've always said, life is not a dress rehearsal because you only get that one chance. Um, yeah, you can go and buy yourself a new hairdo. You can go and buy yourself a new not, not you're buying yourself a new set of nails, but buy yourself a manicure, pedicure, buy yourself all these essential things that you hold dear to your life, but you can't buy yourself another life. So as we start to get closer and closer to the release, if you will, to the time um, building up to phase three, just keep in mind that just as quickly as one person spread it to all of everybody else and and the hospitals are taking it step by step, day by day, slow and steady. We also need to keep that in mind as we progress towards back to normalcy. Um, the last thing we want to do is just unleash on, you know, and rebound back to where we were starting March 16th. Because I don't know about you guys, but I definitely don't want to be there. I definitely want to hug my mom. You know, she lost her mother. I lost my grandmother, uh, not due to coronavirus, um, but she did lose her mother during this time. And I couldn't even hug my mom. You know, you can't comfort someone. When you lose someone in your life, you just want to be there supportive. And many of you who are listening from all over, because I have such beautiful listeners, um, I am still in awe and I, I'm still appreciative of all of you that listen. I, I can't imagine what it was like to lose someone. I have listeners in Canada. I have listeners in Brazil, Australia, Hungary, Ireland, Sweden, and France. Thank you so much for always tuning in. Um, I do hope everyone is well and staying safe. And yeah, we just, we got to take it slow, step by step. You know, it's like a, it's a learning it's a learning process indeed, learning process, a learning curve indeed, this new life, this new world. So again, thank you to all my listeners for always tuning in and listening in. If you guys head on over to anchor.fm and you look up 4.0 in life, I have all nine platforms listed for you guys to listen in here, of course, in anchor.fm, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thank you so much for finding me in all these places. And every Sunday at 12 noon, another great episode. Listen to me if you like, rate, subscribe, and share with your friends the crazy and fabulous podcast 4.0 Life by me, Dina. Let's talk more next Sunday. Bye, guys. 